Welcome to the Find Your Leadership Confidence Podcast with Vicki Nedling. You are about to discover impactful lessons that help you grow as an individual, grow your confidence, and find the positive and good within you, so you powerfully and authentically become the best version of yourself. Be sure you visit our website at www.findyourleadershipconfidence.com. While you're there, subscribe to us via your favorite network. Now tune in, get ready, and enjoy the journey of emerging as a leader of exception in the 21st century. Welcome everyone to the Find Your Leadership Confidence podcast. I'm your host, Vicki Nettling, coming to you from Roswell, Georgia. The goal of this podcast is to bring topics and guests that will help you grow as a business leader, and take your business to the next level. I'm excited to have Kim Lebing as my guest tonight. And let me tell you a little bit about Kim. So for nearly a decade, Kim has been studying transformation with over 796 hours of training, five expert certifications, and 14 top-level training in neuro-linguistic-based transformational coaching from three different programs over the last eight years. She knows her stuff. This means that Kim has studied and intuitively extracted the best elements to create her own proven process so that you can experience true alignment with your goals at the soul level. Our theme is going to be transforming your life through subconscious awareness. Please join me in welcoming Kim Loving. Well, Kim, I was like, oh my goodness, the teacher is in the classroom today. Awesome. <laughs> Such an impressive background. Welcome. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to be here. Yes, it's, it's going to be great. We always start with an easy question, even for you, Miss. We would like to know, where do you call home? Where do you live? Oh, I live in St. Louis, Missouri. And ah. I have been, I've been in Missouri my whole life, not in St. Louis. I actually grew up in a, whole, a small town south of here. Uh, but yeah, I've been here forever. Well, that's very good. So anybody that wants a tour of Missouri will have to just contact him. <laughs> so let's just get right into the meat of this, which is, please tell us more about subconscious limitations. What in the heck are we talking about here? Sure. So, you know, like whenever you are trying, so I work with a lot of entrepreneurs and you know, whenever you are, you've got your own business and you're trying to do something, you're trying to make things happen, but things keep getting in the way, or there's behaviors that you want to do, and you're not doing them. Mm. Those are the subconscious limitations. I usually reference back here. I don't know if people will be seeing this, but that's, it's the hidden things. <laughs> it's the hidden things that you don't see that might be keeping or holding you back. Yeah. Um, and a lot of times we're not aware of them until we know that something's not working and we've done all the things and something still isn't working right and things just feel off. That's a common thing I hear is things are just not, they're just feeling off. 
do they often say feel stuck too? Or? Yes. Yeah. Stuck is another word um, mm -hmm. that I hear a lot. Uh, and, and I can, you know, relate to that. I've gone through it myself. I think everyone does at some yeah. point. Right. I think so too. If, unless you're five and then you might, you might still have, but yeah, I think every time we push ourselves outside of our comfort zone, something is going to get us stuck. Something is going to make us question whether or not we're enough or can do something. Right. Right. So what is the most common subconscious limitations that you see in we entrepreneurs out here? <laughs> So there's a few and I can go into them a little bit. Probably the most common one I see is people pleasing. Oh yeah. And, <laughs> that's a big one. Any it, mom, I don't know any mom that doesn't have that. I'm sorry. You're right. You're mm -hmm. right. We do, we all do it, but you know, I see it in men too. Mm -hmm. So I see it in men just as often as I see women. I think women, it's probably more obvious. Um, but the way it shows up in entrepreneurs is they are, um, their schedules overwhelmingly, like they're scheduled out. Mm -hmm. Um, they, their appointments oftentimes go over. So, mm -hmm. because they're not able to tell the, like, like they don't want to hurt their feelings. <laughs> they don't want to be like, you know, so times go mm -hmm. over, um, and as a result, their goals end up getting put on the back burner. Mm. They feel frustrated. They feel overwhelmed and they're not getting where they, they're not getting the traction that they want because they're adding all of these other things in because they don't want to say no. Mm -hmm. And they don't want to say no um, because it, a lot of times it goes back to guilt yeah. It goes back to something that happened a long, long time ago. Um, subconsciously, we, we may, our subconscious is formed before the age of seven. Mm -hmm. So that's when everything is, that's when we decide whether or not we're going to people, please. <laughs> <laughs> so it's been there for a really, long really long time. time. So one of the things when I first started working one of what I noticed is I worked for an accounting firm and I was an administrative, but the pool of staff accountants all were trying to make partner, right? And the managing partner was a very interesting character, had his certain ways that he did things. And you just watched as the staff accountants, when they came in one way, and after a few months, they drank the same drink as him. They, <laughs> it was like they couldn't be individual anymore. They felt mm. that they had to be like the managing partner. So the managing partner would make them partner, not understanding that perhaps that their uniqueness might ha have them stand out. Right. Yeah, that's a big piece too. That's um, that's actually a hot button for me because of that. Uh, trying to follow somebody else to the point that you lose yourself. Yeah, and you're not in alignment anymore. Then things don't work as well. Um, that's something yeah. I see too, and that's something that I've also experienced. 
And I think that's something that all folks, even if you're not an entrepreneur, but if you're in a company and you it's so easy to forget to be yourself to, mm-hmm. you know, that you do tend to try to lose your individ- individuality. And, and, you know, when I, when you try to hire people, you should try to find people that are comfortable with in their own skin. Right. And that want more too, that they are not just trying for that one job because you need people that will grow with a company. Right. 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 Makes good leadership. So what does it mean to be subconsciously out of alignment with your goals and with life really? Yeah. So um, that that was a perfect leading question because you're already going there with, with when you're out of alignment, um, you're doing things. It it almost feels forced. Mm -hmm. So, and, and whether you're a professional or an entrepreneur, a business owner, or like you said, just life, when you're not doing things out of alignment, it, you feel like you are pushing a boulder up a hill. Like Mm -hmm. everything feels harder than what it needs to be. And just because to your point of that company you talked about, just because they're doing it this way or, you know, whatever way they're drinking Mm -hmm. coffee and dressing like that guy (laughs) doesn't mean that that's for you because it may not be in alignment for you. And what'll happen if you keep going in that way, you're going to experience burnout Mm -hmm. because it's not you. So what it really means is like subconsciously, there's a, you have to accept what's, what's right for you. And there could be blocks. Mm -hmm. So there's that there could be blocks that, that are keeping you from doing that. I always, I love to use the example of going to the gym in January because everybody (laughs) wants to go, you know, get healthy, lose weight and all the things. And then three weeks later, um, the parking lots, you know, empty and Yeah. So, right. Right. And it's because they are not in alignment with that goal. Um, They may have be in alignment with what their alignment might be is staying home and being in bed. (laughs) (laughs) You know, (laughs) you know, that's, that really is so true. And uh, again, I spent more years in corporate than, um, have been doing this, but you take all of those lessons learned. And I know that when I tried to motivate my team on a goal, a mission or whatnot, um, I tried to get them to do in their particular job more than they were currently doing. You had to find a way for them to see how their little piece was important to the whole mission, to the whole company, that, that if they didn't do their job, we couldn't get to where we needed to go. And once you had ownership of it, then I think, you know, that somewhat plays with your subconscious, like, oh, you know, that's my reward or something. Right. Yeah. So so then they would do more, right? So talk to me a little bit about how your subconscious uh, can 
be a motivator for you as well as a detractor? Oh, definitely. Um, so, so, and, and you can program it this way. I mean, if you are going back to the gym, I'll tell you my own story. Okay. So I'm going to throw, I'm going to throw one of my parents under the bus here uh, a little bit. Okay. Yeah, we all do. <laughs> but, but, and, but my mom used to say she, she, so neither one of my parents worked out growing up. My dad was a farmer. He didn't have to. So yeah. he was always fit because of, he was you know, working. Out he was day. working. Right. Right. And my mom, honestly, the small town we grew up in, there was no, there were no gyms like mm -hmm. that didn't even exist. But when she got older, she used to say, she used to say when I was little, um, that she was allergic to exercise. <laughs> and I remember hearing that and guess, I mean, that's part of my programming now. So guess what? I don't like going to the gym. It's not a surprise, but it was part of my programming. So mm -hmm. subconsciously, like that's something that would need to change if I wanted it to. Mm -hmm. I found other ways around that. I do <laughs> I <was> exercise. <laughs> I do exercise, but I just don't go to the gym. Mm -hmm. um, but but there, I would have to find a way to reprogram that, to literally change that, because that's a belief mm -hmm. that I have from way back when that I would need to switch that around. So for, for employees and in leadership situations, they would need to find what that is yeah. and, and really dig in. So mm -hmm. depending on what it is, I mean, a gym is an easy example, but maybe, you know, if it's making sales calls yeah. or, you know, something else and there's something that's stopping them, maybe there's a fear of letting other people down, you know, there's always these things that are bigger than what mm -hmm. the way they present themselves. Oh, sure. So it, in a situation where for entrepreneurs, you know, we constantly have to reach out and act on the leads that we get, you know, we get leads, but you can't just let them sit in a jar. <laughs> right. And so, you know, what happened way back when that it, it, your subconscious is remembering that rejection or, or that negative comment that was made, um, Sometimes if we talk about our family, sometimes our family are the worst ones to motivate us because they're, I think in their minds, trying to protect you because they're not comfortable. They don't know anything about being an entrepreneur. So they oh, absolutely, so that negativity then is in the back of your mind, like that you really can't do this. You know, you're just fooling yourself. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, totally. And I, I do want to say, um, just for the sake of my mom, she's also motivated me. She's a very, she very ended up with a very successful career. No, so, so um, I, you know, she's also a motivator for me as well. So you have those positive parts. Mm -hmm. What's, I think what's key is when you're digging into what behavior is keeping you yeah. from doing what you need to do and your team and your business, you know, you really want to dig into what is it first? Yeah. Is it showing up in other areas? Because if it is, then it's very likely a, a subconscious program that's mm. been playing a really long time. And if it is showing up in other areas, then you have to dig into, okay, what might be the cause of this? Like where, 
could be the first time that this occurred. And then you can backtrack and, and start asking yourself those questions to go mm. a little deeper so that you can dig into how to shift that. So is that something that's easily done by yourself or having someone like you as a coach to kind of peel that onion? Because sometimes we, we peel a little of the onion, but we don't go that deep. And as you said, the stuff that's keeping us stuck may be way down towards the core. <laughs> it is. And I will, I will say this. Can you work on yourself? Absolutely. I mean, sure. You can pull out a journal and you can, you know, you can peel back those layers. It takes a lot of diligence to do that. Mm. However, having a coach or someone that can guide you through it, you're going to get there faster Right. And they're probably going to see things that you didn't. Mm -hmm. yes. I still do this. I mean, I'm just, I'm so dedicated to this work and I'm always finding, like, there's always something else. Yeah. There's always something that I didn't see before that's there that I'm like, wow, I didn't know that was there. <laughs> and then, <laughs> and then I think, oh gosh, I already worked through this <laughs> again. <laughs> and it's, and it's, and it's not that I didn't, it's just that we're not, it's not like we're broken and we just fix ourselves. Right. It's a journey <laughs> and there's <laughs> other layers to it. And it's just something that if you're really striving to build something big or to have a big team or to have a big business, it's something right. that you, it, that's what separates yeah. the people that are successful, the ones that are successful and the ones that aren't. Wow. is they continue to work on themselves. So we are talking about layers. So what are some deeper layers behind the people pleasers of the world? Um, mm. and, and I think it's not only people pleasers in, I want you to like me, but doing something as you were talking about from a business perspective, doing something that you in your gut knows is not right. Like I, I was, had male mentors almost all my life until I was 50. And then after going to college, I figured, oh, I got a 4.0. I must know what I'm talking about. <laughs> so I started to lead for my gut and the people pleasing was less because I was trusting myself more. So mm. talk a little bit more about that. Oh, I just love what you just said, because that's so huge. And being in, in alignment with your goals and everything is uh, the trusting yourself part of it. <laughs> um, it really, it's a, it's a game changer. I have a story for that, but mm -hmm. I want to answer your question about the deeper, deeper reasons behind mm -hmm. people pleasing and, um, and different things. I mean, sometimes it's people that want to scale their business yeah. and there's a deeper reason be why they're not able to hire the employees that they need or, you know, get bigger. So with people pleasing, I see most of, not always, but most of the time it's related to guilt mm. and that's the deeper reason behind it. And there's a, um, sometimes a need to be accepted or a, uh, I need like a self-love sort of <laughs> thing. I mean, it's, it, it goes deep. Mm -hmm. Um, the words that people describe 
when they're really getting into what's that, what's that core reason behind Mm -hmm. it? It's individual. So it's not just one thing, but the ultimate emotion behind it that's driving the behavior is guilt. And guilt we see, I mean, I know in my family line, like I, it, it goes on for generations and generations. So it's modeled to us. We pass it down. Um, and it's, uh, it can really, it, it affects relationships. Mm -hmm. So your personal relationships, your relationship with your family, um, your kids, like, you know, all of that and work as well. It's, it can really, some of the worst cases I've seen um, where people were ready to lose their jobs because they were saying yes to things that weren't their jobs. And their Mm. boss was like, you got to like, you got to get this stuff done. You got to stop this. Mm. Um, And it goes back to guilt. Yeah. So tell me your story. Okay. So you, you mentioned the trusting yourself mm-hmm. part. So a very somewhat recent story I have was um, really goes along with what we initially talked about. And that's the, I was following somebody else's recipe for success. Mm-hmm. Um, I had a great business coach. She was amazing. And do I started doing like all the things that were recommended, all of it. And I didn't, I was doing it to a T. Everything, like everything to a T. For the amount of effort and energy that I was putting in, Mm -hmm. I should have been getting much bigger results than I was. But it wasn't you. It wasn't, it wasn't working. And it it goes back to that, well, alignment. Mm -hmm. And uh, I wasn't in alignment with, what the strategies were. There's more than one way to build a business. There are lots of ways to build a business. And so when I decided, I decided I wasn't going to keep putting energy in that. So I stopped, literally stopped everything I was doing and decided I was just going to trust myself Mm. and show up where I felt like I wanted to be. Yeah. And when I did that, like in one month, I like quadrupled everything I had done. It was, it was really amazing. And it was a huge testament of that really believing that you are in alignment Mm -hmm. with whatever it is you're doing. And the next step is really slowing down enough so that you can trust yourself. Yeah. That slow down parts where it gets hard. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. That's a, that's a challenge in itself. But um, if you can do that and learn that Mm -hmm. trusting yourself, it's huge. It's so huge. And, And the people don't realize all the time that to go fast, you have to slow down, I really think, because the slowing down lets your brain catch up and the creativity to come back and the innovation mm-hmm. to come back. When you're going, 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 you don't have time for that. And that's where your business stops to grow, I think. You stop dreaming about things. You're just worried about putting out fires or whatnot. Right. And um, 
So I, I truly do believe sometimes you have to slow down to go fast. Yeah. Yeah. We get in such, I think our society is so much in, it's, it's a male energy thing. I don't know if you under, or if that's a word, if you understand what I mean by that, but there's so much doing like, mm-hmm. and I don't mean I, I was in male energy with doing, 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 yep. doing, yep. doing, and the female energy is more the creative part. Mm-hmm. And if you never slow down, yeah. you never see that part. And that's the part, you know, we need both. Yeah. Yeah. We need a good balance of both. Uh, that's the word, the balance. Mm-hmm. Yes. All right. The final question before we do rapid fire is what, um, if you could just tell me some more about questions that you should ask yourself um, and how to direct your conscious, your subconscious mind. So, you know, you said that we could do some of this on our own. So, so it, yeah. what are your chat GPT prompts that we should give ourselves? <laughs> I love it. Um, so, so questions that you, we ask ourselves questions <laughs> all the time. Usually we're asking questions that prompt our brain to go into a negative space. Mm-hmm. Like, why didn't I get that deal? Why mm-hmm. didn't I reach my goals last month? And we're asking why, mm-hmm. which triggers, well, you, it triggers all the you negatives. You did not, you should have. <laughs> right. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. If we can rephrase some of those things into what or how, so mm-hmm. what can I do to reach my goals today? How yeah. can I, um, mm-hmm. you know, how can I be more focused today? What are the three most important things I can do that'll move me closer to my goals? So those are the types of questions that mm-hmm. um, will help redirect your mind. Yeah in a more positive way. And it gets those creative juices going as well, because you don't have to sit and answer it. Your subconscious mind will do it and help you. Yeah. You'll start to look for it. Yeah. I I can definitely see that in myself. Sometimes uh, as, as we were talking about quieting, sometimes I solve the best problems as I'm in, um, you know, getting ready to sleep. (laughs) Yes. That's and, the best my, time to do it. Yeah. Because my mind is no longer racing. And then it's like, oh, oh, that would have worked. <laughs> Dang. I'll have to try that tomorrow. And, um, uh, you know, I think a lot of times people try to force themselves to, to sleep and not think about anything. But sometimes, you know, if you kind of gently get into sleep, you can get some of the best ideas ever. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. I totally agree. All right. It's time for rapid fire. So this just three questions, questions you can answer easily. It's just, I'm not going to give you all day to answer them. Okay. (laughs) I'm ready. Not that you actually, you know, do that too much anyway, with no long drawn out answers to questions. So how does shifting your energy affect your sales and your bottom line? Hmm. Uh, shifting your energy, (laughs) you can literally shift your energy by your posture, by your breathing, um, because in, in going into a sales call, it can make all the difference because when you show up in a good energy 
instead of, oh no, I haven't made any sales today. And now I'm going to try and make one more. <laughs> it's not going to happen. But, so, you know, just as you said that, I, I was thinking of peanuts, which I'm sure some kids don't know what we're talking about, but you know, the care, the character with the rain over. <laughs> yes. Or, or Eeyore. Yes. <laughs> Just, yeah, but Eeyore, I mean, they're, but they're hunched over. Pay, yeah, and so yes. I'm literally paying attention to your posture before you pick up the phone or before yeah. you knock on a door can make a difference because it, it activates neurons in your brain so that you, you know, you sit up straight and tall before mm -hmm. you answer that phone and ask yourself a good question yeah. before you call as well. But yes, it can make a huge difference on sales. I always coach people from a speaking perspective to make sure you're smiling as you're talking yes, because that smile tr gets absolutely transferred in how you say things. Yes, absolutely. Can your personal relationships and business really be separate? Uh, no, it's <laughs> the short answer. You know, it's funny because we have, you know, separate bank accounts, you go to a separate building or an office and all of that. Um, but 100% of the time when I'm working with people and getting, they, they want more sales, they want to increase their income. It's something personal. Mm -hmm. It's something personal. It's something mm -hmm. personal from the past or, you know, maybe honestly, even a divorce, it usually goes further back. Mm -hmm. um, than that. A lot of people will say, oh, I went through a divorce and I haven't been the same since, but it's really something from way, way before then. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. How does someone know if they're fully fulfilling their purpose? Mm. Mm. That goes back to alignment. Mm. It goes back yeah. to our onion. <clears throat> it does. It goes back to that mm. alignment because yeah. whenever you are you're fulfilling your purpose thing, your business, your life is going to feel easy and it's going to feel light thing. Everything's going to feel fun. Not, yeah. you know, of course you're going to have, everybody has obstacles and things that they have to go through, but for the most part, it's not going to feel like drudgery. Mm -hmm. It's going to feel light. Yeah. Even whenever you, kind of evolve as you grow in business and you, you push yourself, you've succeeded in one thing and you're grow to the next challenge, that challenge, if it's looked at as fun and exciting and okay, that you're, you know, I'm going to screw this up, but gosh, I'm going to learn some new things as I right. screw things up and, and take it that way. Then it's not so, Oh God, I got this new project I have to do and it's terrible. And so mindset yeah. is huge, I think. It, it is. It's 90%. That's what I mm -hmm. tell people. It really is. It's 90%. You can learn. You can have all the best strategies, yeah. but if your mindset isn't in the right place, it's not going to matter. You're not going to do them mm -hmm. or yeah. you're going to do them in the wrong energy, kind of the Eeyore energy, mm -hmm. <laughs> and it's not going to work. Yeah. And as employers, you really need to think about that whenever 
I always say you never hire for skills. You hire for attitude and behavior and things like that. So ask the right questions so you can find out who you're hiring because attitude is contagious like poison ivy and can kill a team so quickly. Mm -mm. Yes, absolutely. All right. We're going to share my screen for you to be able to connect with Kim and get some more insights and information from her and her website. All right. So for those that are just listening in, go grab your paper pencil real quickly. You should have already had it, but you know, I remind you every time. (laughs) (laughs) It is HTTPS colon forward slash forward slash Kimberly is K-I-M-B-E-R-L-Y Lebbing, L-E-B-B-I-N-G. Again, K-I-M-B-E-R-L-Y-L-E-B-B-I-N-G.com. Her Facebook, LinkedIn, and Instagram are all her name, Kimberly Lebbing, spelling just as I gave you. She's on YouTube. Just search for Kimberly Lebbing. You'll find her. This screen will be available to you if you watch this on YouTube or my website. In the show notes, you'll also find it on those two sites. So if you would just give us a little bit of information, Kim, about the call to action that you have here. Oh, sure. So I have a gift. It's called um, Unlocking Your Authentic Self. It's three steps to identify and overcome those hidden limitations in your life and your business so that you can realize your highest potential. Um, And it's a guidebook. So we talked about how to discover those hidden limitations. You can sit down with pen and paper, download this and go through the book and and you'll get somewhere if you go through the steps. Awesome. Yes. All right, so you wanna make sure that you go to um, resources.com KimberlyLebing.com slash unlock. Again, that's resources.kimberlylebbing.com slash unlock. All right. So we have got some great information today about the subconscious and alignment and how can we transform into the great genius, wonderful entrepreneurs that we are meant to be. Thank you so much, Kim, for sharing your great ideas, your insights, and and such wonderful tips and tools that we can work on to peel our layers or call you and get you to help (laughs) unpeel them for us. Um, Please do go to her website at KimberlyLebing.com. And as always, I remind you to remember that life is a journey and it is up to you to enjoy the ride. This is Vicki Nettling signing off. Thank you for tuning into the Find Your Leadership Confidence Podcast with Vicki Nettling, where we share impactful lessons that help you grow as an individual, grow your confidence, and find the positive and good within you so you powerfully and authentically become the best version of yourself. Remember to visit our website at www.findyourleadershipconfidence.com and enjoy even more great episodes like this one. Again, while you're here, subscribe to us via your favorite network. We look forward to seeing you next time on the Find Your Leadership Confidence Podcast.